Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a special playoff edition of the Bird Brains. I'm your host, ex-Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Stars tight end Ken Gunnick. My partner is the longtime Eagles beat writer for NJ.com and the Trenton Times, Mark Eckel. And we want to talk about some interesting pro football games, actually the last two weekends, and then do a little bit of Eagles chat and talk about the upcoming Super Bowl. I want to mention our sponsor, uh, Jersey Man Philly Man, has a special business network called the Legacy Club that you can join for live events. They're always well attended, and it's great business connections. If you or your business want to attend an event for free, please contact me at Ken at JerseyManMagazine.com, or you can call me at 856-912-4007 for more information. Okay, Mark, you and I have had a couple of interesting weekends. By the way, the last, uh, we took last week off, but the week prior to that, I was doing the podcast from the Keys, Marathon in right. the Keys, so a little bit different w- weather scenario out my window. Are you back Are you back in Jersey? I, I'm, unfortunately, I am back. Speaking of back, my back is killing me for yeah. shoveling all that, all that snow. But See, you had too many daughters. To, you needed a son to, to do that for you. I, I, you know what? That came up <laughs> in conversation. That's a, very, that's a very good point. Um, but, let, you know, there's a lot to talk about here. Let's jump mm-hmm. right into it. My first thought is, I think the best team in the NFL didn't play yesterday. I, I think you. I think I'm. I think the two best teams in the NFL didn't play yesterday. But well, my, okay. my my best team pick is the Buffalo Bills. And okay. I, I thought I thought there were two cases of absolute coaching malfeasance the last two weekends, and I want to start with the first one, and that's the the, uh, the Buffalo Kansas City game. Buffalo takes the lead with 13 seconds to go, decides to kick it deep into the end zone for a touchback, so no time comes off the clock. Uh, Now, these are professional kickers, and they've been taught to kick different ways. In my opinion, the choice there is not a squid kick, but a driving kick that will maybe take a bounce or two make somebody uh, catch it so there's not a fair catch. And if it goes right down, it burns a second or two. But anyway, they probably got the ball around the 20-yard line with 11 to 10 seconds to go. The the second thing is they choose to run a no-sideline defense. Now, that's effective when a team doesn't have any time. You you keep it in the (laughs) middle of the field to burn time. Kansas City had three timeouts left. Which is amazing. That's amazing in its own right. I agree. Okay. They play this. They play the no sideline defense. The middle of the field is wide open. They throw about a twenty yard pass the first play. Mm-hmm. They throw another one to uh, Travis Kelsey, who runs the seam wide open down the field. I can't even imagine why, and it puts Kansas City in a position to kick uh, a field, field goal that sends it into overtime. And then, of course, they they get the uh, the, the coin toss and they march right down the field. That's coaching malfeasance number one. Your thoughts on that particular incident? Okay, I don't. I know everyone's talking about the kickoff, and I I understand. I, I wouldn't have been, but you have Tyree Kill back there, and the guy can do amazing things with a football in his hands. So I'm thinking that's why they didn't. I mean, what you're saying is probably true. And if if they did that, they probably win the game. But if Hill brings it back for a touchdown. And everybody's saying, why didn't he just kick it out of the end zone? Oh, my God, why did you let Tyree Kill bring the kickback? So I'm not as 
adamant about that. I understand what you're saying, and I, I wouldn't have been opposed, but 13 seconds, you can't let the team, like you said, you can't play that kind of defense. You, you can't let their two best players catch passes again. Now, 13 seconds is not enough time to lose a game. It really isn't. Not from the no. That's that's where that's where I'm with you 100. percent Buffalo's defense, which is pretty good defense, very good um, defense, number one know, defense. Oh, yeah, um, and that's what they were thinking too. All right, we'll give them the ball. Listen, I will give you the. I don't care who you have on your team. I will give you the ball at the 25 yard line with 13 seconds left, a hundred times. Yes. And I don't think you're going to beat me. <laughs> maybe, I mean, maybe, 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 not, maybe, maybe once. Maybe and once, and that was the once. And that was the once. But, I mean, I, wow. Uh, yeah, I, I understand the kick. I do. And that makes – I know what you're saying. I would have squibbed. I would never have squibbed it because then you just fall on it and you got it at maybe the 35 or 40, and then you only need one pass. So, I mean, well, yeah, I wouldn't have squibbed it either. But, like, what you're saying, a kickoff that he maybe has to catch, like, at the four, and you know, in somewhere between the goal line and the five, and then just hope that you don't let him – Break it, you know, yeah. but or or even if the even if the front line, the what used to be called the wedge, handles the ball. Hey, listen, Sean McDermott is a well thought of coach. My uh, sorrow in this scenario is the Buffalo fans who have waited, yeah. you know, so many years for, and, and this was a, a year that I thought they had the best team at football. So, you know, I, I feel sorry for them, and then all the work and planning and effort and training and weightlifting and sweating go into these games and then you let it slip away, it's got to be hard to sleep at night. I mean, oh, if you're sure. a coach and a player, it's got to be really difficult. Okay, we move on to malfeasance number two. I'm going to talk about your favorite guy, Andy Reid, okay? <laughs> you can get into why you don't like Andy Reid and all that oh, stuff. Let me finish. You're going to have the floor yeah. here, and you're going to be able to pontificate on Andy Reid. <laughs> so here we go. Um, the end of the first half, uh, Kansas City, mm-hmm. who's been driving up and down the field all day against Cincinnati, they get a pass interference call. The ball is on the one-yard line. I believe there's nine seconds to go. Now, nine and ten. Yeah, you take you take uh, you take a couple shots here. The way you take shots is you snap the ball, you throw a quick pass, some kind of a slant, or some kind of a play that only takes two or three seconds, and you can do that. Probably twice. I don't think you'd risk it three times, but no. absolutely you do it twice, right? The first play, he rolls Mahomes out in like a half of a bootleg, which chews up, I think, at least Couple four seconds. seconds. Yeah, four seconds. So now there's five seconds to go. Okay, that's fine. You're doing a quick slant. You take a shot. You get the field goal. If it doesn't work, you go into halftime, which would have been a 24-3 to lead at home. Uh, with a chance to go to the Super Bowl. He decides to, number one, he takes his time. I thought he, he let a couple of seconds elapse. Number two, he throws it to the flat to a receiver that's in the field of play who gets tackled. The time runs out, and they don't get any points. That means Cincinnati's got a momentum boost yep. going into the locker room, and Kansas City just gave them uh, a chance to get back in the game on a silver platter. Now, I didn't think Patrick Mahomes, who had a 98 quarterback rating in the first half, wouldn't have a 1.4 quarterback rating in the second half, go 8 for 18 for 54 yards, I think, and two interceptions. Nobody saw that coming. But it's a great example of 
how you don't mess with the game. When you have opportunities, you, and Andy Reid, you know, back in his Eagles days, was notorious for making these terrible time management uh, decisions, and it showed up here yesterday. Now, the difference between Andy Reid now and back when he was with the Eagles was he didn't have guys in his ear, didn't have that many assistants back then. Now they've got people telling him exactly what to do and when to do it, and they still screwed it up. Now, you can have the floor and tell me about Andy Reid. <laughs> well, first of all, he has to listen to those people. He, he, could, have, he could have, you know, whoever. He could have been Lombardi in, up in heaven telling him what to do. I don't mean he's going to listen. Um, first of all, I would have kicked the field. And I'm watching. This isn't second-guessing. I'm watching the game with, with a couple friends, and there's five seconds left. And my friend says, do you think they have time for, for, for one more play? I said, you're pushing it. I said, I would just kick it. What's the difference? Just kick it. Take the three now and be and go in, like you said, 24-3. I, I remember a coach, I forget who it was, probably, I don't, I don't remember, but it was before Andy. Um, might have been Ray. I don't know, whoever it was, said, I remember asking them, like, what's your timeline for how, how long, you know, why, when, why either kick or, or, or do a play, you know? And they always told me seven seconds. Mm-hmm. So that, that stayed in my head for 30 years. Yeah. 30 years. Well, the, analytics, anyway, so, the analytics are a little bit different today. I, I guess. I time is time. I mean, five seconds is still five seconds. Yeah. Seven, but anyway, I would. I, and this is. I said I would have kicked. I would have kicked it then. And I, and if my friend was saying, well, they they could probably. I'm like, yeah, you're right. They probably could. But I would have kicked anyway. Yeah, and that play was and I'm. <laughs> you see, I mean, that's on Mahomes, Andy. I mean, it's on Andy for doing what he did. And well, Mahomes can't, Mahomes can't throw it there. He's got to throw it away. If, if, right. if the first three, just throw it, out, throw it out of the end zone. Throw it out of bounds. You, you can't get – he threw it to Hill there. I think it was Hill, right? Yeah, it was Tyree Hill that caught it, I believe. But he had no block. He had nobody in front. It was nothing but Bengals. Like, he threw it into, into the flat, and there were two defenders. Yeah, with, with no block. There. there was no yeah. way he was getting in. I mean, there, there was yeah. – yeah. yeah, so that – yeah, that was awful. Um, you know but, what else you know, uh, I think entered into Mahomes' mind is I really thought Mahomes thought that they were going to cruise in this game, and there was no way. That, you know, he, he, wanted, he wanted to make a play. He wanted to score a touchdown. Sure. In the back, of his, in the back of his mind, I think he's thinking, hey, listen, we got these guys. 21 to 3, we're going to smash them. Yeah. I'm going to do what I want, basically. And that's a great example of how not to fool around with a game. Because I they agree. Can, they can change on a dime. Take points. No, nothing wrong with taking three more points. Exactly. When you're, especially when you're winning. When you're winning, pile, you know, Three more is just three more they have to get. I mean, yeah. So anyway, but here's my other thing with Andy Reid, and he's not getting. I mean, Mahomes played a terrible second half. You're right, one for what like I said. It was that was terrible. But is it? I mean, the Bengals adjusted. The bunk, the Bengals switched their sure defensive look. They went with they they dropped more in coverage. Um, they got they, they dropped they, more in coverage, and they were getting heat on the quarterback with three with, with three that's, rushers. That's hard and to believe. And it's not just yeah. any quarterback; it's Patrick Mahomes who right. couldn't get away from those. Couldn't get, who got away from some pressure too, right? But you know, and this is what I said about Andy from 2000 on. And I, you know, yes, he and I, people who know me and read my read my stories for years, know that we have a love hate relationship, but there's no love. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, but as a coach, you know, he's a bit, I've said this forever. Wednesday and Thursday, there's not a better coach I've ever been around in any sport than Andy Reid. 
Greatest preparation. He prepares. Yes, he prepares better than anyone. He breaks down film of the other team better than anyone. He has his, you know, and that's why when his game plan works, they usually blow teams out. They win forty-two to ten or forty-one to seventeen, whatever. Because when his plan works, it works, and the other team can't do nothing to stop him. But when the other team does things that he's not expecting, he's terrible. He never adjusts. He, part of it is his stubbornness. Like I told you when I said people, he has to listen mm-hmm. to somebody. Well, he don't listen to anybody except, except his wife. And I don't think he knows football. Um, so, you know, he, he, he doesn't – he's going to do his thing. Whether what doesn't matter what – you know, no, this is our plan. We're going to stick to it. Well, the Bengals adjusted. You didn't, and you saw what happened. And that's, it's been that way when he lost to Tampa back with, with the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. You know, right. Gruden did things that, he, that they hadn't shown all year. And he didn't know what to do. Yeah, I hear you. Well, listen, Burrow looks like the, the, this year's edition of Joe Namath, but let's briefly talk about uh, Speaking of that, Rams. Thing, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said, said Burrow for a second. You were talking about the Buffalo fans and you feel bad yeah. for them. I feel I'm very happy for Cincinnati fans. And that's yeah, Cincinnati, yeah, which I like. I, I love the Oh, 31 years of not even winning a playoff game. Exactly. <laughs> so now um, being in, I'm, I'm very happy for that city. Touch, touch briefly. The, the Rams uh, make a comeback and beat San Francisco uh, yesterday. I didn't see any specific uh, coaching gaffes. I do feel bad for the defensive back of San Francisco that dropped, dropped that interception. But you've got some breaking Eagle, Eagles news on Doug Peterson and why he hasn't gotten – even a sniff uh, for a job. Yeah. And Jonathan Gannon is a finalist in Houston. Yeah, so you explain got, that you got to me. About a that, that's kind of what, what happened. I, I talked to somebody who I trust and I've known for years who kind of keeps his finger on a pulse of what's going on coaching-wise. And I said, how are these guys, how's you know, Rich Eberfuss, the Colts yeah. coordinator, gets the head job at the Bears, and it looks like Gannon's getting in, you know, he's in the running of these for Houston. And how, Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl. He's only – Available, I think. Right. Super Bowl winning well, coach. Tom, Tom, Tom Coughlin, but he's ancient. Oh, he, yeah, he's too old. And well, John Gruden, too, but I don't think anybody wants to touch him. Well, no, no, um, no. <laughs> so, anyway, but I'm like, you know, Peterson, not that he's not even getting a job, but he's not even in the mix anywhere. What's going on there? And my my friend said to me, well, it doesn't help you when your former employee badmouths you to everybody around the league. Oh, that's terrible. Boy. And I've heard that in the past, that the Eagles don't, when they get rid of a guy, they don't like to see him do well anywhere else. Well, that's so, because Doug didn't tow the company line. At uh, the end, he did. Right. Right. I mean, he wanted he won a Super Bowl. He wanted to do things somewhat his way, which is not un, not unlike what a lot of coaches would, you know, not necessarily demand, but certainly request. And Doug, sure. <laughs> the Eagles, I guess, showed him who's boss, and that, and that's terrible news. Um, yep. Hey, Mark, this has gone really quickly. We'll do a Super Bowl recap uh, next week, but I just wanted to say uh, it's been a pleasure working with you again this year. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Bird Brains. We'll talk to you again soon. Take care.